Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Boy, three in a row. Wow, are we streaking? Are we streaking right now, you guys? All right, goes up, everybody. Welcome into the winners' lounge. For just the third time this season, the Denver Nuggets find themselves on a three-game winning streak. Holy cow. Holy cow. Is Is this how the other half lives? This is, I think, is what happens when you play the Pistons twice and then uh, the Knots, the Brooklyn Knots. Yeah, is that how the lower half plays? You can only play the teams in front of you. That's right, Win. That's right. You can only play the teams on your schedule. (laughs) Such a great point. What is it on the schedule? A win or a loss, Harrison? It's a win. It's a win. Well, tonight was a scheduled loss, I heard. That's right. From um, us last night, but it was a nice. rescheduled loss. <laughs> yeah, we're in here drinking some Ranch Riders. You guys don't know what Ranch Rider is, but you're about to. It's like my new favorite beverage by far, by a mile. Uh, I got the squad here. I got Brendan Vote. You were really into this game, man. Your vibes were fantastic. Thanks, man. I see a lot of people are pointing out that they played um, the Pistons and the Nets, and I just want to say that's correct. I don't care. Three yeah. straight wins. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, and look, man, this season, like, there's a lot. There's a lot of like you see the stats are like there's so and so is a. X amount of wins above teams above 500. Like, none of this matters right now, man. Like, above five, the Nets are above 500. Yeah, I mean, it, like, it what, is what it is. This Let's, is a above 500 win for the Nuggets. C- collect wins, and the Nuggets have won eight of their last 11, regardless of how we drown in our sorrows on this show. A much more important stat, and we're going to get to it. I got D-line over here. Guys! Yeah? I feel pretty good. <laughs> Do you? I mean, like, you know, I, I thought uh, winning three in a row, like, am I smug? No. <laughs> but, whoa! I lo- it sounds like the uh, emotional ab game, man. Emotional it, sound, it sounds like Absolute. everyone downstairs just realized the Nuggets won their third game in a row. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I got Harrison win with me. Nuggets 2.0. Oh is man! Still here. <laughs> I love when Win has this been. Is Nuggets 2.0, guys. I love when he has Enjoy been. Enjoy the ride. Everybody forgets about him except for Win, and then he puts the perfect moment to bring him back up. Win's been riding high since that meme dropped, and we all know it. <laughs> we all know it. <laughs> as as uh, uh, Steph's telling me, we didn't even need the uh, Carta wind. Just <laughs> <laughs> I guess what, what we're calling yeah. it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> didn't need it. Um, this was uh, every bit a back-to-back amongst two teams that are like just throwing lineups out there. I mean, this really was an ugly game. It wasn't um, as 124-118. There was a lot of great bucket making tonight from on both sides. I mean, we did not expect Austin Rivers to have seven threes. We did not I expect did. Cam Thomas to have like... Great bucket mating from just a couple of Hoopers. It really was just like three guys <laughs> making buckets the entire time. Hoopers paradise. Uh, I think the place we have to start, though, is Austin Rivers. Look, man... 
he goes to Michael Malone a couple games back. He says, hey, man, let's have a meeting here. Why am I not playing more? I think I can help this team. I think it's I don't know at all, he says, but this is the general gist of it. They have a heart-to-heart. He's been pretty good since then. I'm not going to lie. That meeting really was a sort of seems like a turning point for him, and tonight he goes for seven three-pointers. He's done that three times in his career, all for the Los Angeles Clippers. For the Nuggets, he has now three games where he made at least six. This now, of course, being seven. So, Wind, how do you assess Austin Rivers' game? The DraftKings Sportsbook was key to the game tonight. Yeah, he was incredible. And it's funny because that meeting with Michael Malone kind of coincided with when they traded for Bryn Forbes. And I wonder if that trade maybe lit a little bit of a fire under him. Um, but even if that wasn't the reason, like, he was great tonight. And I think a big reason why he was great, um, he was seven of ten from three. They were all catch-and-shoot threes, all the seven threes that he made. I don't know if he – I think he jab-stepped on one. There was one. There was one One jab-step? Jab yeah, yeah. Uh, but the others were, like, just straight catch-and-shoot, no hesitation. And it's like, look, man, it's it's not that hard. Just cut out the jab-step stuff. Just read and react. If you're open, shoot it. And he goes seven of ten from three. I've said this long uh, 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 for a long time that shooting, so much of it is the mental, like – you have to have it in you to shoot as soon as you can. Like Shooters know they're shooting before they ever get it. And I feel like with him, his default is that jab step, get comfortable, this or that. So there's something mentally to, I'm just going to shoot it when I'm open. Like Have that in your mind frame so there's no hesitation. And yeah. I agree with you. It has gotten better. And you know what, guys? I think Austin Rivers, the much maligned this season, Austin Rivers, I think some of it's been unfair. And it's really easy to say right now. This is a front-runner take. But I'm going to let it rip. I've taken, I've taken a lot of L's this year. I'm just going to yeah. ride a wave with 2020 hindsight. Uh, I think he's been a good player. He's on a minimum deal. I honestly think he's been a decent player off the bench. Harrison absolutely nailed it, right? A decisive Rivers night and day. And we all know where the frustration stems from when he's not decisive. And let's be honest, we've all identified it. At times, he's an anti-Jokic ball player. Yep. And that can be tough to watch. But here's the reality. I think he has given the Nuggets quality minutes considering he's on a minimum deal, considering how overextended they've been. Well, he was terrible at the beginning of the year. He was. This, this is your front runner. Is <laughs> he was terrible, but then we heard him say, look, I was playing hurt at the beginning of the year. I got COVID. I, then I reset mentally and physically. Right. He's been good That's ever good since that. He yeah, has yeah. been. He has been. So yeah. maybe that, that was early on in the year, so maybe yeah, yeah going off Everyone of that point. Everyone was, the, like the entire bench, too. I also think the bench unit, look, I mean, I've complained a lot about the Rivers-Faku combo. Like, yeah. you put both of those guys out there, and, you know, maybe there's something, too, a little bit more playing other other lineups. How do you, what do you I, make of Austin Rivers tonight? I make of Austin Rivers that, like, this was such a ridiculous game in that you looked at the lineup at the beginning, and we, we were just laughing at it when they showed who was suiting up for each team. And I think that both sides kind of felt like a little bit like, this didn't count. Yeah. And Austin Rivers was kind of playing free and clear. Like he just was going back to his bread and butter, which is just letting it rip, like not putting too much pressure on himself. Will Barton looked like the same kind of thing. Like he was just like, F it. I'm just going to shoot tonight. Like, yeah. what are we going to do? So, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know that I'm ready to say that he's a good player or that I'm happy he's on the team, but he, I'm really happy he was playing tonight. <laughs> he a lot of good threes. Uh, King of the jab. Uh, maybe there's a, uh, a health, department tie in there for him so <laughs> i think this is the joy of an 82 game <laughs> wow. should we just call it there yep. wrap it up guys around the association this is really is though one of the joys of, of an nba season it's funny because we we're talking about this game it was a bit of a it like wasn't a beautiful game where you feel confident about the nuggets is like greatness or this or that i mean this was not a very good nets team 
But this is the thing about an 82-game season is you do get little moments like this, yeah. you know, with Austin Rivers tonight. And you're right, he is a pretty unheralded player. He's maybe the ninth or tenth best player on the Nuggets roster. I don't know, but it's somewhere around there. And for him to be able to be a king of the game tonight and have himself a moment, it's, it's just absurd. cool. That's yeah. like, I mean, it's cool. That is why you like I – mean, honestly, this is part of following the NBA is you do get these little un- – you don't always get this. Like, say, NFL. There's 16 games. Yeah. Your your hero is usually one of three guys. It's like yeah. one of these three guys yeah. is going to be the, the – and in an NBA season, you get an Austin Rivers oh, night, like and it's like, would, hey, cool. We joyfully started another – Semi-sarcastic, mm-hmm. but uh, very real Austin Rivers chant downstairs. Second yeah. one that's ever been uh, – <laughs> went in the uh, DNVR bar. went for two rounds and then kind of died down. All the same. Also, yeah. I just want to say, for me, that take isn't about – like, it's very easy to say after he drops 25. Right. But it's not necessarily about these games. In between, I think there have been a lot more, like, three rebound, ten points, good defense. Yeah. And you take that from a guy in his role. I mean, it's, it is valuable, absolutely, to have just veterans on, on a squad. Like, guys that have done – uh, well in the past that have performed well and can like, guys that are going to stay ready too. Yeah. Like yeah. It, 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 it is really valuable. Like Austin Rivers is not a guy I feel like we can rely upon obviously to, to do something like this every night, but even like to necessarily be uh, the glue that so, sort of holds this team together as it's falling apart. Right. But, but you're right. Like you get moments like this out of guys that have been around and um, this yeah. is George Carl's thing. Like you just want vets, like you yeah. want guys that have done it. I just think you like this is the thing about how I like to cover sports, but also engage with them is you want to write these things like I, I, it's funny because to me and I hate it like everybody fell into the trap tonight of the Nick Wright, like tra- throwing out just some, some shit like he's like the I was thinking about this today. Back in the 90s, we had a Madrashad. Remember this? Yeah. Madrashad. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Fuck the like, most charismatic guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome. Look, clearly loved the NBA and everything he Sorry. did was like. Check out how awesome the NBA is. Today we're hanging out with Dikembe Mutombo, everybody. Like, Dikembe, look at your shoes. Like, it's just like funness. And nowadays, like, all your top analysts, a la Nick Wright, are just like, what's a good player? He's not as good as this other guy. Right. Like, that's just the take. And we're like, yeah, wait. That's right. No, he is as good as that. No, he's not as good. That is hilarious. Like, in the 90s, it really was just about, like, Putting as much sugar coating on yeah. every sports, and now it's just it like sports. Ripping it. Now it's just like, what did you say? You're yeah. a You're fucking moron, idiot. dude. Yeah. You're an idiot. No, Why would you? Basically, t- because Twitter's just ruined life as yeah. it is. So it, and also it's just carried over to. But sports, it also even but. goes back before that to just like how. I would say how cable news, like sports news programs, all became a let's have two guys debate this, or maybe a panel of guys debate right. it. And it really was like it, that's what I'm talking about. Like tonight, was Jokic good tonight by his standards? No, I mean he's kind of. It was clearly a second night of a back to back. This is a bad team. I'm gonna do just enough to get by. Which, by the way, happened to be leading both teams in points, rebounds, and assists. <laughs> so like Jok- Jokic's bad games are still from the field. <laughs> I still do this, but. Um, but, you know, it was a night where he just didn't have his foot on the – but this is why I wanted to, like, kind of start with Austin Rivers. Yeah, sure. is it's like – it's cool, man, when when not the main guy does something that's, like, really inspiring yeah. and cool, and, and we got that tonight from Rivers. And in this season, that's what the Nuggets need. I said this, like, a month ago, but they just need unlikely heroes to step up. Totally. Yes, Nikola Jokic is the best player in the NBA. He could very well win a back-to-back MVP this season. He can't go for 28-22-9. and nine. Every single right, night. Right, right, right. He can't. You know, he can do that. Maybe he can go 26. You know, maybe he can do that like two nights in a row, but, you know, may, probably not on a back to back. 
Um, Honestly, I think they need an Austin Rivers performance. You know, they they need these types of things. Well, let's get to you because I kind of disagree with this. Like, I actually think he can. If you remember, well, the he f- didn't tonight is what I'm saying. <laughs> but we has got some ground to stand on. At the moment. Strong disagree here. You guys can disagree with me if you want. Let's look at this. Jokic starts the game. Nuggets are up what 14 in the opening minutes, right? Yeah. It's a dominant thing. They did start to lose it a little bit, and Yoke gets a second foul. He goes out. Yep. You go to the third quarter. He starts again. 42 to 26. Nuggets are up in that quarter. Then you go to the end of the game. It's just well, like, to me, I'm, Yoke does this sometimes. This is the difference between Yoke and some other players is that we do know some guys that just put the stats up. It's like, oh, man, they've got nobody to guard me. Now I'm going to put up 50 points. It's like, oh, well, you know, this that. Yoke does take these nights where he's like, I'm not needed that much tonight. And it was frustrating because we we didn't put this was why we didn't put money on Yoke tonight. But there was like. But then in the second half he was like, ah, I guess they do. And then he and then he and did. then he did. And so, then yeah, that's that's well, my whole point yeah. is I don't know he did exactly he just to me was always in control here. Um, I mean he was bad in the first half though he picked up two fouls and he came back in right. with five minutes left in the second quarter and didn't do anything yeah. before yeah. halftime. He you took like two shots. You're right. He was it. totally like out of the game. He had six shots in the first half. Yeah. He so. he he came back in the second quarter. Looked like he didn't even want to be out there to be honest. Like <laughs> his body language through the first three quarters of the game was pretty awful tonight. I thought. But awful as in pouty or awful as in disengaged. Just like disinterested. I yeah. Thought. I mean, I think so too. But again, tired this, to me. This yeah. goes back to my point of just like kind of this was very much a I'm going to do the amount that is required of, of the winning. Yeah. And you're right. I, it's it's unfortunate on nights like tonight, but it's also not a surprise. Yeah, we literally he, didn't bet on it because right. of it. But then he pulled that second half out, and you're like, oh, yeah. One thing I actually I, – I know what you mean, Win, but I actually had this note. Jokic didn't um, compound the issues with mental stuff. Like right. He let DeMarcus Cousins do that for <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like he was yelling at refs <laughs> yeah. or teammates or, you know, getting too frustrated or jacking Yo. up those BS3s he does sometimes. Is Boogie Cousins Jokic's <laughs> anger translator? <laughs> so here's a funny – there's some funniness to this because here's one thing to think about it. One, Boogie does – like, the referees really, really dislike him, and he, he has a temper. Like, he loses it very quick. But Jokic was 8 for 8 from the foul line tonight, which is above his season average. I think he takes 6 a game or five five and a half a game. He got 8 tonight. Last game he had seven. The game before that he had ten. In the DeMarcus Cousins era, Jokic is three for three and shooting above. Now, I actually, you laugh. I actually think there's something to it. What happened to start this fourth quarter? There were six fouls to begin. Now, there were three on Nuggets or whatever, but also on the other way. And this is a thing. DeMarcus Cousins... He has not been very – in fact, I would say he's been atrocious individually. <laughs> I actually, would disagree with that. No, but okay. Hold on. Well, you're going to – you're <laughs> yeah, not going to – This is a detentious <laughs> show. Well, no, Harrison's going to – you think you're disagree with me, but you're not. Oh, okay. Yeah, Boogie, Boogie has been atrocious individually. Like, he's shooting one of 25 or something. It was four of ten tonight. Four of ten, okay, which is his best shooting night of the three. Two or three from three. Two or three from three. And then he had all – you know, turnovers. He gets these fouls, this, this, or that. But I still think the impact... He was a plus two tonight. But the impact he has on the second unit is still a positive, which is interesting. Like, even when he's bad, which might be just what he is now, like, maybe he can't post yeah. up as like he yeah. is to. Maybe he can't pass and do all the... Defend and do the stuff. But yeah. it doesn't matter. It still has a positive impact because of the physicality he brings inside and the pressure he puts on the paint. Look, he had 13 points in the first half tonight. Or Actually, no, he had 11 points in the first half. Sorry. That led all scores when he checked out of the game. It wasn't pretty, but it's points from the bench. That's hard to come by. I, I like agree. the Nuggets, they've been desperately searching for any offense on the bench. Boogie Cousins had 11 points in the first half tonight. It's a massive development, I think. It, even if it wasn't pretty, even if it wasn't the most efficient 
basketball like of all time. I, I just think it goes back to what we've been saying, and it's just that, that the structure of the bench makes sense suddenly. Like there, there are defined roles where right. you have a guy that's like the big lug in the middle. Uh, he can you know stretch it out a little bit, and he hit threes tonight, which was a, a an amazing revelation. Um, but I'm also, surprised he was two or three. I felt like he took more than that. Well, because the one he had one he really had bad miss and like, two swishes was like a backboard breaker. Yeah. So it felt like oh my god. Please don't ever shoot again. But. Yeah, so, but just the idea that the physicality is a massive addition to the second unit. It allows Zeke Naji to uh, play, you know, more like and, uh, Saul from PHNX is here who uh, went to the University of Arizona. Big Zeke Naji guy said that when he went, when he watched him at Arizona, he was a physical player, was a rebounder, right. didn't ever shoot the three. And so it's kind of interesting to see, like, that's not how we know Zeke to be playing sure. at all. And I would say, you know, since the addition of Boogie Cousins, we've seen a little bit of that. Agreed. We've seen Zeke playing inside. So it's just, for me, it's the it's the, the clarity that he brings more than anything, which is kind of hilarious. Where, how do you feel about the DeMarcus Cousins experiment and also tonight specifically? So I think I, I agree with both of you. I think what you said applies more to his first two performances. I think tonight wins right that he ultimately was, was particularly impactful. But then there's just, we said this in the pregame show. Just by virtue of being the size that he is, he helps. Right. And that's your point, which I agree with. Um, the physicality. This is definitely the second game where the starters have come back in ready to go to the line on non-shooting fouls because Boogie and the bench did that work. And then lastly, I just want to – I just need to laugh. Can we just laugh about Boogie, Boogie is Cousins? playing all of the hits on this team. <laughs> yeah, this really is the is. best of Boogie Cousins. Oh it's God. incredible. It's three technicals in three games. Got An ejection. Tonight. He had like five <laughs> fouls in ten minutes the oh. other night. I can, the only, from the free throw he line. also had six rebounds tonight. But he was good tonight. In Rebounding has been there all three games. That's the one constant. Three offensive rebounds tonight. And one I of those like he it. put back. It is interesting like for me it. to find out that get, when Boogie Cousins gets ejected for his like pouty scowl, that it makes me laugh regardless. <laughs> I used to laugh because it was on the other team and I would benefit from it. Yeah. But it happens on our team. It's somehow more hilarious. I don't uh, even know. Yeah, <laughs> that ejection was comedy. So I, I, I actually understand why he has a comedy show now. He's hilarious. Well, the ejection also had Yoke play 35 minutes tonight on a back-to-back, which again, we talk about my concern for this specific road trip. Not off to a great start minute-wise for Yoke. Well, this it, was one of the games we had penciled in as a potential rest game. It's a potential rest Yoke. game, and instead it's actually 35, which is more than his season average. So Do we know bit. anything? Well, I mean, it only ha- I think he was I mean, on pace honestly, to play a lot. We're wrong about everything all the time. He was, he, he was on pace to play a lot fewer minutes for sure, for tonight sure. than, than that. Um, but I don't know. Like, here, my point with Boogie is he goes four of ten tonight, and I think overall he's shooting below thirty percent on the for the Nuggets over three games. My point is, I'm not sure that that's abnormal. I don't know if this is going to be like we're going to get fifty percent from the field to Marcus Cousins. Sure, this might be kind of who he is, and the turnovers and this or that might be who he is. But it can still be a positive impact on the team, even with that. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. I just don't know if it's like, hey, he's getting warmed up kind of thing. Right, right, right. Yeah. I um, think Michael Malone kind of needs to rein him in a little bit, too. Like, look. Good luck, man. Boogie, like, <laughs> this is Malone's guy. You know, I don't know if DeMarcus Cousins is on this team right now if Michael Malone's not the coach. In fact, I doubt he is. Sure. So if I'm Michael Malone, like, he's got to go to him and be like, dude, you can't get thrown out of games on a 10-day contract. You know, when our starting center picks up two fouls in the first quarter. That's the most amazing thing. That's like showing up as a temp worker and just like... Yeah. It's like mouthing off to the boss as a temp. Getting sent home early. He picked up a tech (laughs) from the free throw line and then got another one. Yeah, while shooting a free throw. (laughs) But I think Mike Malone honestly has to rein him in a little bit. Like, 
you got to calm down. You can't get thrown out of games and maybe just not try to force things as much on the offensive end because he can speak to him. Sure. (laughs) Can he? (laughs) If there's anyone that Yeah, if we're going to pick a guy, wins right. (laughs) We'll find out. Uh, Let's take our first break. On the other side, though, Will Barton had a very uneven game. Like, it was really good and also really bad in part, so we'll talk about that. We call that the Will Barton game. You know, also Aaron Gordon also kind of really good and really bad in different pockets of this game, so we'll talk about that as well. Uh, Sexy Pizza's been in Denver for 13 years. They're as local as it gets. Hand-tossed deck oven pizza with made-from-scratch dough each morning. They make that dough each morning. Uh, They've got tons of awesome uh, pizza options at Sexy Pizza. (laughs) (laughs) They've got sides. (laughs) They've got salads. The garlic knots are phenomenal. So um, also at Sexy Pizza, a portion of every sale from five of their specialty pies is donated to a range of different nonprofits right here in Colorado. You can order online at sexy.pizza. You can also visit one of their four Denver locations, Cap Hill South, Pearl Jefferson Park, and Park Hill. At DraftKings Sportsbook this week, guys, four teams remain in the NFL playoffs, and that means only four teams left for you to bet on on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get $280 in free bets if your team wins. Not a new customer? That's okay. You can still get in the game with same game parlays. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win $200. Or sorry, win $280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code DNVR for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Card only. New customers only restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Big gambling weekend for you? Me personally? Yeah. I'm probably going to take this weekend off. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a rough couple nights. (laughs) Uh, I am not a good football better. No? I'm going to be on the tailgate handing out football picks. uh, (laughs) So I'll see you then. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, Will Barton tonight, 21 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, 1 block. Goes 3 of 8 from the 3-point line. He begins this game. He opens it with 2 straight 3-pointers. He also opened it with a monster dunk. So he's coming off of a hamstring injury. And we're talking about how he hasn't had a ton of pop and explosion. He had like a a really good dunk earlier in this game. It was arguably the most athletic play I've seen from him this year. No, he had the one. You saw one more. He had a dunk, remember, like, First three games of the year. He did that one I was that like, looked a lot like that. It did look a but lot so like it. That was too far away. <laughs> to be remembered, to be what is the first time since then? I agree. But it it's the first been time a while. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, he does finish 8 of 20. Like, it, uh, there was this was one of those games where it was like he was so good for a while. And then there was little pockets of, like, what the heck, man? It always happens with him that way where there's like he could have had a great percentage tonight, but there was four shots in about a three-minute span where you're like, What's going on right now? Well, it's usually the third for Will. Tonight it was the second quarter. And then he was good in the third. Um, He was 60-40 tonight, 60% the worst player on the floor. (laughs) And 40% very good. And uh, I think in the first it was a big part of why Denver got out to that cushion again. 
we have to remember that Jokic didn't look very good in the right. first. Right. Almost no one looked ready to shoot. Yo, Barton came out on fire. So he hit two yep. three pointers to start the game, like, and that's what he does. This give was you. the this was a classic. Cla- but yeah, but then Barton performance. just as hard as he pressed to create those openings. It, you know, it created some of those problems in the second. He was not ultimately very good tonight. But I, oh. I still liked his approach, Eric, because I thought he recognized this is a fairly lethargic yoke. Yep. And 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 no one seems to be particularly getting after it tonight. So I appreciated him at least making that choice. Dude, his his lovers and haters are full tonight. Like they each has a full meal that they they uh, snacked on like his haters will tell you that uh, Will Barton hit the side of a backboard on a three. Well, I think twice. <laughs> and then twice. he shot, and then twice, he yeah. attempted to shoot a back a, oh, a shot off of the backboard that rivaled the Russell Westbrook backboard man. shot. That is the worst shot I've ever seen in my entire life. But then he also is a big reason the Nuggets won. Yeah. So uh, again, the full Barton experience. Lovers and haters, have a, have a great night, both of you. Yeah, Will Barton Lover checking in uh, right here. I thought <laughs> he was good, night. good tonight. <laughs> See, um, 21 and 10 and 4 and 2 steals and a block. Like 10 rebounds for Will Barton and big the Nuggets time. out-rebounded the Nets 48 to 38. Like that was big right Some there. of them were big too. Yeah. Not just like grabbing a free throw rebound or something like that. He had a couple yeah. of three offensive ones. rebounds. I, I agree with you ultimately. When I, I'm with, I would just flip yours. You said 60-40. I think he was 60% good. Like honestly, yeah, there was sure, more yeah, that was sure. just kind of like impressive. But the pockets that were bad happened all in a row and you're like, right, oh right. boy, man, what's really, second. Yeah. really going on here? Aaron Gordon was a guy that you talk about yoke sleepwalking. I thought Aaron Gordon sleptwalked through this game all the way up until the final like four minutes of the game where he made yep. multiple huge uh, plays, including uh, a, a jumper that looked like he had no chance of going in. That was huge. It was kind of like a <laughs> push the lead from up. On that one. Big assist from me thinking, what the heck are you doing? And then he <laughs> no, drains no, no, it. No, no. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the big block shot, man, was just maybe the play of the game. I, he probably got the defensive play of the game chain for that one play tonight, dude. I, this is if you want to. You don't think it was Jeff Green? Or did he get it again? Zero steals, zero blocks so, yeah, again. Yeah, so maybe, yeah, maybe back to back. If any, if, like if an alien arrived here on Earth today, knew nothing about the Nuggets, knew nothing about basketball, and he, he were like, uh, "I want to tell you about Will Barton." You could just look at the chat. The chat says. Certified Barton lover. Barton would be a great six man. He was awful. Get him off the team. He sucked. He's great. It's uh, it's I, I, I will say Will Barton is. <laughs> it, 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 he's in the eye of the beholder. So I'm yeah. telling you, you can enjoy him. You just, it's like you have to you have to meditate. You have to your, just yeah. accept that internally. Yeah, you have to accept it. To accept Will Barton into your heart. <laughs> Live by the thrill, die by the thrill, baby. <laughs> Uh, this is another thing about following teams and stuff is like we are in the era of just like always wanting to like trade <laughs> this guy or get rid of that guy. Like, guys, Barton's here. He's going to be here. He's kind of like not going yeah. anywhere. You guys, you might as well like change your approach to him. Like, yeah, I think it would be I think you'll actually have a better Nuggets experience if you hope for Will Barton to be the player you want him to be rather than hope that he gets traded somewhere because that's not I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, you might as well hope for the thing that's possible at least. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, you were talking about Aaron Gordon. He went 4 of 11 from the field, 0 of 5 from 3. Whenever he's bordering on 50% of his shots or around that or from 3, probably a bad sign. Yeah. That was the case tonight. I mean, he was he was definitely in uh, slow motion. Monte Morris, 4 of 9, 0 of 2 from the 3-point line. He continues his sort of cold cold shooting from the 3-point line. 10 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists. We have any Monte takes? <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> Do we have I, any takes about this game, or is it I, just um, I really I did not catch it, <laughs> did not watch the game. The guy I think we can maybe Zeke Naji. I mean, I thought it had some interesting things: six points, four rebounds, one assist, two of four. 
Um, you know, there were moments in this game where you felt like Tenacious Zeke was there. He, was Ooh, the, he showed up a little bit. He showed up a little bit in pockets there of like, all right, there you are, trying to go at guy. In fact, he had a muscle. He actually got a foul he drew where he actually just like shoved the guy no. off of him. They called yeah. the foul on the defender. I was proud of him for that. I was proud of him too because that is the kind of stuff where it's like, yes, you need to bully some guys sometimes, yes. and he did. It was. I'm telling you, like, see, sometimes you just need to see players through the eyes of somebody else, and seeing Zeke Naji through the eyes of Saul – who, again, watched him in college, described him as a beast. I was like, is he a beast? And then he, uh, in, in a very beast-like manner, <laughs> uh, muscled his way in. I'm like, maybe he's a beast. I just haven't seen him. Maybe I, maybe I don't know what a beast is. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was another positive game from Zeke yeah. uh, in a string of you know a few positive games from him now. I'm very happy he was in the rotation again. No, no sign of Jamichael Green tonight. I think he was available, Jamichael Green, but he didn't play. So I hope this is the backup front court going forward. Zeke Naji, Demarcus Cousins. We can uh, we can enter some other rotation talk if you want. I do. Let me hear <laughs> okay. it. Let me hear it. Well, lead us there. Sure. So no Bones Highland tonight. Right. And it's interesting because last night in Detroit, Michael Malone goes to an eleven man rotation in the first half. Yeah. Davon Reed and Bones Highland both played in the first half. In the second half, he cuts it down to 10. Bones Highland doesn't play. Tonight, he goes to 10 right off the bat. Really, 10 guys played for the Nuggets tonight. And no Bones Highland. So, kind of in the doghouse, I think. I think that is probably accurate. We could probably extrapolate that information based on what we've seen the last few days. I mean, it could change, but at the moment. I don't know if he's in the doghouse so much as... There's been some sort of reflection and or epiphany on the way the second unit is built that one of those guards has to go. And then I'm not terribly surprised that for Malone, it's the rookie guard who struggles on defense and, and definitely shouldn't be playing any three. Now, there's many of conversations we've had him in circles all year about if you can get him on the floor in other ways. But I do. I don't know if it was so much that Malone is down on bones so much as. After these trades and the boogie signing, does Bones make as much sense for, Mo for in Malone's eyes in a second unit as he did before? To us, the answer is yes, because we want to see that scoring. But to me, this is less of like a something happened and maybe more of like how it's playing out organically for Malone. That 360 pass to Malone on the bench happened last night. Maybe that was it. And you <laughs> might be right about I, that. I, I feel like the fact that he barely played last night <clears throat> and then did not get in in a game that was a back-to-back uh, -back and should have been uh, an, uh, the ability to, to rest some of the maybe the older players is pretty damning. Yeah. yeah that, that's what I mean. I, I think that this is probably, for the foreseeable future, maybe the, the rotation that they will kind yeah, of roll right. with. Also, we know Michael Malone, man. They're 3-0. Yep. Like, I mean, come on. Like, this is, this he's is Malone's thing. He does not make changes when you're winning. Yeah. But when you think about it, it's probably not that surprising that he didn't play. I mean, Will Barton was back tonight, played Correct. 34 minutes. We know they like Faku as the backup point guard on that second unit. He was also good tonight. Austin Rivers is has been ahead of Bone High, Bones Highland in the rotation. So Austin Rivers might have solidified himself for a while. Right. I mean, he, he definitely himself, at least bought himself, bought himself another himself couple games. weeks, probably. Yeah. Bryn Forbes uh, hasn't made much of an impact yet, but um, he's ahead of Bones, too. Yeah. What did you think of Bryn Forbes tonight? Non-factor. Uh, yeah. he, he had a three. Don't really remember it. <laughs> I, I've had a weird thing with Forbes so far in which I have yet to really see him be, you know, particularly good in, in like an encouraging way. And yet when I see him curling off a screen, I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll take it. He can shoot if he wants, you know, yeah. 
I, I get the sense from him he's still like trying to impress his new team. Like he's he seems like a little squirrely to me still. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like kind of coming he looks up. nervous a lot. That's to what me. I mean. Like yeah. he's, he doesn't look squirrely. like he doesn't look like he's Squirt. necessarily in uh, or just taking the shots he would normally be taking. He's kind of like I don't know, pressing a little bit still. Not as much as he did the first night, but he, to me he does not seem as though he is uh, what we we can ultimately expect from him. I still really like him. I think he might even potentially look better in the playoffs when he's just playing with more starters and you yeah. cut the bench down and there's less of the starters play and then the bench plays. It's tough to look good on the bench unit. Kale, do we have the buy or sell graphic? If so, we could go to let's well, you should play a little buy or sell, a little impromptu oh, buy or sell here. Um, How impromptu? We really put Kale on it. Dude. Well, yeah, real impromptu. <laughs> Find the graphic in a real pinch here, Kale. Um, so the, we talked about the best five-man lineup, best starting lineup, Nugget starting lineup. It's been fantastic. Are you buying or selling this as a meaningful statistic, that that starting lineup is really oh, is, buy, is, is great? Buying it. Those starters can hang. And, and listen, oh, Almost a thousand people at home just yelled, "That's because of Jokic." I know, but he's he's a part of that Stop lineup. Stop yelling at me, people! Yeah, he's a part of that lineup, though. So, listen, I, I think that that group has shown. We were talking about how the bad losses came to the good teams. I felt like in each of those games, Memphis and Utah, I'm like, "Oh, Denver starters can hang." Yeah, just, the bench has a lot to figure out, but I do feel at the halfway point that even this group hindered, not quite at full strength, is a is a good playoff starting lineup yeah. so uh, yeah i'm ag Jokic, and barton when he's healthy uh it works really Jokic and, and, ag is a big starting and point. jeff green too by yeah. the way so and, and then yeah that trio alone are you buying or selling this eric as a not just a good lineup but a great one um i'm buying <laughs> i mean okay. they're playing well i i they're like they're like confusingly good, you know, like oftentimes or deceptively good. Like if I didn't know, like if I didn't have all of the information and I wasn't able to see like, oh, wow, they actually are performing really well against teams. Like my eye test is not like telling me like, oh, man, I cannot wait till the starters get back on uh, in the same way when MPJ and Jamal were in, in the fold where you're like, oh, they're coming back. Right. Starters are back. Um, but, you know, like for where we are, um, I mean, you've got to buy, right? Like, what what other options do we have? <laughs> Harrison? you got to buy it. Um, it's the main reason why the Nuggets are where they are. It's really the, the central reason why. It's because their starting lineup is great. Yeah. And the three losses in the last 11 games that the Nuggets have won eight of, I mean, two of them are squarely on the bench. The Clippers lost. Yeah, that was just an ugly-ass game. But – um. The bench got run off the floor against Utah and then again against Memphis. And now if the bench is just bad and not really bad, I mean, they might be on a 11-game uh, winning streak right now. It's entirely possible. So let's ask that one next. Do you Are you buying or selling the Nuggets' new-look bench, the five-man unit we put out there, that it can be a minus five plus five team? Like... Yeah. Maybe a minus five, maybe a plus five, but not going to deviate from that more often than not. I'm not going. I'm not convinced, right? Given it's Detroit twice and the knots, as we pointed out. But I'm buying. Like, give me more. I I think it's a better direction than they've been headed in. Thrilled they even have a direction to go in. Right. And so I'm encouraged. Um, we know that the bench hasn't been good enough against good teams, and so we'll wait to see that. 
But I think, Eric, for me, it's been a no, no, no doubt, really, that the no. bench looks better lately. Dude, yeah. it, it, it's like, are you buying uh, what formerly you were burning? Like, that bench has been horrific. <laughs> so right. the minor upgrade that we've seen that makes them at least, like, uh, acceptable is, like, a massive upgrade. So, like, how could you not buy? Harrison, you're the same? Are you buying yeah. it? Yeah. So I'm a... I'm a cautious buy. Like, yeah. if I told you, like, this next Pelicans game, like, are they going to, you know, is it going to be good? I think they they'll gonna, look good. You think they'll look yeah. good? I mean, it is the Pelicans. Okay. <laughs> well, it's funny because <laughs> We'll then, see if, how they look against the Bucks. No, yeah, Bucks is tough, but then you go to, like, Minnesota, who has an atrocious right. bench Th as That's well, the thing. So. There's a lot of really bad benches in the NBA. Yeah. That's been tough to remember because... As bad as uh, as bad a bench as that there are, the Nuggets bench has been somehow worse than like all of them <laughs> so far this year. Um, but I think with Zeke and Boogie and Austin Rivers getting some confidence and playing like he has over the last month or so, um, I, I think there's more ingredients there now. Bryn Forbes too. I like Bryn Forbes. I think there's more ingredients there now than there were, you know, two weeks back. Right. Right. Definitely. If we go all the way back to that Clippers loss, the Nuggets are one, two, three, four, five, six, and two now. I guess we can go back even further. They're nine and five in their last 14. That's where you, I mean, you go all the way back to the first Clippers game, which they won. So nine and five in the last 14 is that upswing. Like, okay, you're starting to get a little bit of traction. That's a decent sample size. Are you buying that one? I'll start with you this time, d -Line. Are you buying the Nuggets at nine and 15? Hey, that's about what kind of ball they're playing right now. Nine and five, I mean. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't, You're just not feeling it. I don't know, man. Like, not, Eric is not what, feeling the, the Nuggets question? this year. <laughs> the Nuggets well, have crushed him, man. He was, he was. Well, listen, really listen, crushed. listen. I mean, come on. I, I am, uh, I am, as you know, I, a, a Nuggets fan through and through. But I am a a fan of myself and my own uh, well-being above all else. And I just, you know, until we get back to where I know that we are, it's just so hard to like really sink your teeth in with anything on this team right now. It all feels so, like, transient. Like, everything is changing. It's the just how this is year different. has been, though. That's man. what I mean. Like, I, like, do I believe in the Nuggets as a concept? Like, yes. I'm, like, still really bought in on the idea. Like, I love the Denver Nuggets. I really want them to win. Like, But I see, like, problems everywhere, just like everyone who watches this team. I mean, we're just held together by tape and rubber bands at this point. Yeah. Every night is just like, a complete... Uh, adventure and so honestly I think a lot of teams are saying that this year. I, I couldn't agree more I mean I think that that is essentially like the way of it this yeah. year it just, yeah. there it are just doesn't feel like you can yeah. sink your teeth into anything yeah. I totally agree well but said. there are just very few teams who have had like a season where it's just all gone according to plan you're feeling great about the team from game one until game like whatever we're on right now it's Phoenix it was Chicago, and now their season's gone off the rails. Yep. Golden State, that not anymore. They've had a really rough last couple of weeks. Somebody just died going down the stairs. Um, <laughs> Kale, maybe check on that one. But um, <laughs> everyone, all right? Yo, that was bad. <laughs> that was about to be a dark turn in the lounge. That was about to be yeah. a dark. But turn. very few teams had this year. It's really just Phoenix, like right now, who have just had a season where they can feel good about everything that's happened. Maybe Memphis, too. But you know what I'm buying right now is that the Nuggets can win these games. And they've lost enough of them, and particularly the Clippers one, in dramatic enough fashion that 
that reputation has carried over. Oh, this team blows. But the Nuggets actually this year taking care of business against yeah. below 500 teams, and that's been the recipe to success. Now, you may want to follow that up with, well, that's not a playoff formula. But again, that's not the group that's coming into the playoffs, right? So that's all irrelevant anyway. The name of the game is picking up wins. Agree with Rayvon that they're lacking statement wins. But the formula is about these wins right now, and they're getting them. Happening? Are you okay? Should we build a ramp? <laughs> everyone, that's, everyone that covers the abs is a disaster. My God. <laughs> Guys, so I just got a text from friend of the show, super super fan Tony Niehaus over at Rum Pure Sports. Big T. Professional gambler, a.k.a. Big T. And uh, I guess I have to read it verbatim here. Most pessimistic, most pessimistic group of donkeys I've ever. I hope heard I'm not included the in best that group. Big in the T. world on your side. I just want to state wait, that hey, I am not in this. I group. can't wait to be on the panel to set you negative bastards straight. Yeah. You were wrong about every one of your takes, like, by the way, last year. Tony. What's that? Tony came in hot, and he was wrong about every one of his takes last what, year. What? When he came in, he did saying, get all those nuggets. Bets he was like, all, "Oh, we're gonna kill the Lakers." You were wrong about every take. So come in with your hot. You guys want to know something fun about this job? You're all. Always wrong. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you say. I, I feel optimistic about this team right now. I really do. I'm, I'm trying to portray that. I I'm guess not, that's not coming across. Here's what but. I would say is that the Nuggets had that hard schedule, and that really paints like every – the first five weeks of a season paints every narrative there yeah. is. And the Nuggets had a really tough opening stretch, and they had a totally. really tough you know, second five weeks of the season. And now what I think is they've had a very – uh, what what they've had is a very soft part of their schedule, and they've won them all. So it's like, yeah. I I think this is balancing out nine and five. Am I buying that? No. The number I'm buying is twenty six and twenty one. That feels about right. That's the Nuggets record. That feels about right. And by the way, twenty six and twenty one. The Nuggets are closer, are as close at the moment to the four seed, the Utah Jazz, as they are to the Los Angeles Lakers right now. So, wow. <laughs> like the Lakers who are just right next to them have fallen back. The Nuggets now are. You you could you could almost be more optimistic that they'll catch the Utah Jazz, who by the way kind of suck right now, uh, than they were. Man, it might shape up actually if the Nuggets can't keep this up on this road trip. It might shape up that we get to that six game yeah, and nine game nights, and we're like, you got to do it because you can take the four seed. Like, no, if the, if, the the if, if the Nuggets if the Nuggets <laughs> I did it last sweep night. <laughs> this road trip somehow, like I'll I'll flip the switch. That's what it's going to take as a sweep. Well, we originally said par was what three and three. three. No, two, we said we said two and four is acceptable. Yeah, two and four is acceptable. But three and three was par. Oh, two yep. and zero. Oh. <laughs> two and zero. Oh. Just getting off to a good start. Let's, let's take, go. Let's take our second break. We'll get super chats. Tony Niehaus, very upset with you, Eric. He says, he <laughs> "Bring says, it on." Wasn't okay. wrong about shit. He's incorrect. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, Tony. I'm the that's, that's classic big team. Right? We have we have receipts. We can play them back. <laughs> it was on the air. <laughs> yeah, that, that was recorded, by the way. <laughs> uh, guys, if Shout you're in the Denver area, if you're local. Come down to the DNVR bar. We've got tons of Breck Brew seltzers on tap. Look, we know Breck Brew, the official beer of DNVR. We know them for their beer. Most people do, but sure. they just rolled out these seltzers. What was that, like a year ago? They're phenomenal. Who knows, dude? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what time is it even this point? <laughs> but um, Breck Brew seltzers are awesome. They're sold right here in the bar. You can get them at your local liquor store as well if you're not here in Denver. Great flavors. The peach is phenomenal. Definitely uh -huh. the top flavor. No debate there, uh, but uh, pick up some Breck Bruce Seltzers for uh, the next Nuggets game in two days against the Pelicans. Let's go. If you are looking to buy a house, if you're looking to take out a mortgage, you should. Most people should. Not everyone, but most people should look into it. It's not as hard as you think. It's not. And Chevalier Mortgage makes it even easier. Mike and Virginia Chevalier, they've been in the mortgage business forever. 
They know all the ins and outs. They know all the tricks. Uh, you can visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. You can sign up for a free consultation and they'll set you up. They'll tell you everything you need to know. They'll make that process super, super easy for you. Uh, so again, visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. Well done. You done? Yep. I want to remind everybody, this uh, pro. we've been actually going through, so if you don't know this, up on our YouTube page, we've been having the, the goaties, where we look back at oh. 2021 and we hand out awards. We've already handed, or, or we've already done panel shows. They're really great. They feature all of us uh, talking about different things. Just to let you know what we've argued from a Nuggets perspective. The play of all Denver sports, not just with the Nuggets last year, the play was Nikola Jokic's pass. You, there's so many great Jokic plays that you almost have to, like, it was great to jog our memory and say, yeah. like, oh, yeah. Do you guys remember the pass in game five of the Portland Nuggets series where Yoke waits? It's actually a game winner to Michael Porter in the corner, and he waits, waits, waits. Aaron waits. Gordon makes the cut. Then Aaron he makes Gordon, the pass. right as he makes the cut, he throws it right over where Robert uh, Covington. Covington jumps up. Future Nugget. <laughs> and, and he made it right over. It was the perfect pass yeah. that went right oh. to Michael Porter, who drains the corner three, which was what broke the tie in double overtime. That's and our really dummy. won the series. Like it that really was the, the defining series. moment of the series. Uh, that, in our opinion, is the Dude. greatest play in Denver sports history. But you guys got to participate. You got to hop for on and year. vote for the for last, people and look at the it. Year. <laughs> yeah, last the, year. Last year, said Denver sports history. Dude, it's, it's a long, it's sorry, a sorry, harder win. That moment was such was so good in and of itself. But it also produced the the image of Michael Porter Jr. rising yeah. up, and then you could just look at every player that was in like Mello was on the ground straight from Charlottesville. And he would just, he, oh. Oh, and it was so beautiful. It really was. I, by the way, mm. I think you talked about that as a Jokic pass. I've always thought about that as a Porter play, and it's just semantics. But it's for me, both, yeah. really, oh, it, that to me, that's when I think that I miss Michael Porter Jr. I see that head. That to me, it's both. You're right. I call it the Jokic pass because I, mean, I we're splitting to, hairs. But, but it's the same as the Aaron Gordon play. Honestly, like there, that and in many ways, it was an identical play. Jokic yep. end of clock, yeah. wasting clock, waiting, 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 and then throwing it right at the end. So and then, of course, draining the corner yeah. threes. So. What people forget about that shot, though, that game for Michael Porter Jr., I think he had 23 in that game. That was after a game four when he had two points. Right, yeah. right. Norman Powell completely took him out of the game. Yeah. He was down so bad. Like one of the worst games he's ever played. I think he was 10 of 13 or 11 of 13 from the field, too. Like and it then was he a bounced back with game. just a massive game in game five. Maybe 10 of 12. And I don't the game remember. Winner. Um, oh, the memories. You, you, when you watch Michael Porter highlights, you're just like, oh, yeah, that's right. He makes every Dude, three. He doesn't, he doesn't seem real, man. He doesn't seem real. You know, the craziest thing about Michael like, Porter. Like, wait, this guy played for us for two years? <laughs> Do you guys remember that? <laughs> the most wild thing about Michael Porter Jr. is that he tailed off at the end of last season, started off terrible at the, the beginning of this season. So like you have like kind of a exactly, weird memory of exactly, him, but like yeah. he also turned in the most efficient shooting performance since Wilt Chamberlain uh, when he was shooting right, threes. Right. Yeah, when he was just <laughs> shooting exclusively contested jumpers. God damn it! Uh, but he's coming Man. back to us, so get excited. It's been anyway, a long check years. out the goaties. They're really good conversations. I think you will. I honestly think you guys will enjoy them. They're like little mini podcasts, like fifteen minute podcasts. Yeah. On and and it rem you are reminded of all the cool things that happen. And by the way, if you're really into it, and I hope you are. We are doing a live podcast on Saturday here at the DMVR Let's Bar, go. 7 o'clock. We really hope you guys come out. Uh, we have a whole production going on. It's going to be a good time. We're going to have trivia. We're going to have all kinds of different stuff. And you have a chance to come on the show. Do you want to be on online with D-Line? 
Do you want to? I certainly yes. don't. Do you want to be uh, play Family Feud against uh, Brendan Vogt? Ooh. You have a chance to do that. Do you want Fa- me to make fun I, of again, you on the fan family, 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 yeah, family, family Feud? We're not trying to get canceled here. We're not trying to get uh, sued here. So uh, I'm begging you guys, please come out to the bar on Saturday. Uh, let's get to some super chats here, Gal. Oh, wait, can I just really quickly, really, really quickly? Yeah. Faku played well tonight. Okay, uh, carry on. He that's did? A, that's the second time you've shoot hoard I, th- I thought Faku played well tonight. <laughs> he did? I thought he did. Oh, okay. Bench looked good, and I thought Faku was, was the point Trevor, guard. I promise it it's not a bit. As soon as we watch a game where the Nuggets lose, I will let you know and stop spending your college yeah. money on Super <laughs> Let's go, Trevor. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor, man. man. Yeah, commenter that you're gonna win commenter of the year at the 2022 uh, Goaties. I feel like maybe his daughter should win it, not Trevor. Um, awesome, awesome work. Uh, Sun Valley Drive says, "Will Boogie get another 10 day? Is Boogie the center of the rest of the year, or would you, anyone else make sense? Boban if he gets waved." <laughs> Boban's been the fever dream for five years now, dude. If if, if uh, the Atmosphere was able to put together the Nuggets. It would consist of Nikola Kevin Love, Jokic, Nikola Jovic, <laughs> and Boban. No, it would be Kevin Love, uh, Robert Covington, and Boban. That would be the the, the entire Nuggets. Um, Demarcus Cousins. I mean, we're three games. What are we? Six days or five days into this ten day? Um, maybe six. Halfway there. We predicting an extension on yes, this ten day? Definitely. No question about no it. No question. Unless he just keeps getting kicked out of games. <laughs> Dude, I think it's like it just kind of makes games more fun. Can yeah, you, I'm kind of into like, it. How many technicals do I mean, you get before you get suspended say, for a game? I want to get kicked out every game. suspended on a 10-day. Do his technicals from Milwaukee carry over to <laughs> no, this? That's a great question. No. These are the questions These I have. questions we got to know, man. We got to know. Did he have any technicals in Milwaukee? Of course he, he had did. One. I know he had one because I... I so he could be sitting on four technicals right now. How many do you get? Like 15 or 16 something or something like, like that. that. Well, I'll have to keep track. Oh, my God. Uh, 10 day, next 10 day for Boogie? Like, yes or no? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I think if you figure out the tax stuff with some of the trade deadline stuff, I think they should just give him a deal. What's so funny about this, man, is you start to look at it and you go, okay, is there another player you have? And we talked about a trade. You've got Jermichael Green on the shelf. You've, you know, Is there a move you make? you got Bones Highland collecting dust now. Yeah. Jermichael there... Green, just the obvious guy to get traded. Yeah, I think you look at that. But then what are you bringing back is my point. Because are you bringing back another piece? Like, are, that's, that's the whole, that's if, the whole point. If of you it. can get like Jermichael Green, but just in a small forward's body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a wing. Yeah. yeah. And All then right. you sign Cousins, and he's your center, and it's better yeah. than what you had. All right. Uh, Nugs fan says, it is my dream to buy Eric a beer at the DNVR bar. <laughs> wow. That's you, your dream. You don't you, have the greatest dreams. Yeah, you got to shoot higher, <laughs> my man. You literally can <laughs> but do all, that. But by all means. You can. Yeah. Yeah. He gave you two bucks. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, d- is that like half a beer? Yeah. Like, that's, that's a small <laughs> beer. It's a really small it's beer. A it's, a it's a small beer. But we, we still appreciate it. Or at least Eric does. I, I know. That. Screw them. You know what? You might have just bought a beer at Serbia, by the way. I'm telling you guys, plans coming together oh for our God, Serbia trip. So I don't want to get like everybody dude. excited. Are we gonna re- re- like? Plans is this officially gonna be known together. as the international incident? <laughs> <laughs> like the friends for today is gonna start the uh, new world war. You <laughs> had the Wikipedia page for World War Three begins with the DNVR. <laughs> it started off so innocently with the a trip to Sambor. Really up the whole Europe. Uh, Joseph says. <laughs> Real disaster potential. <laughs> Who more than Boogie can you world count world on to get fouled? Then pick incident. up a T on the way to the free throw line. It's so true. It was that was a Boogie getting getting a technical. Dude, honestly, like funny. if if Boogie Cousins wasn't so deep in his career 
and we didn't know exactly who it was. Like, I would be so livid and beside myself, but like knowing who he is, I'm tickled. All Boogie has like to do so to get a hilarious. technical is just look at the referee. Oh, uh, I mean, his his resting bitch face is so powerful. It really is. I think it's so funny though that the Brooklyn Nets have KD, Kyrie, James Harden, LaMarcus Aldridge, Blake Griffin, Steve Nash, and Amari Stoudemire, and they all just seem absolutely miserable. Of course, like, you know what I mean. Right? It's just I mean, like they're all. Team. Even Amari's over there, like, jawing on the line. And they, you see they, the they're playing for like, a, a soulless team and a soulless arena of fans who are chanting MVP for Nikola Jokic. Uh, of you course know, they're you, miserable. By you the know way. you're down bad if you have those three stars <laughs> and they're the still doing the road team MVP. Do you guys remember in the first third of the season when Steph Curry became the first player in the history of basketball to get MVP chants on the road? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only Steph, I was told. All right, here Only we go. Only Steph. What do we get? Pep says, rep DNVR shirts at the game tonight. A lot of Nugs fans there. We're going streaking. Oh, yes. Let's go, Peps. You are our guy, Peps. That's king or girl. Shit. Or girl. You are Thank girl, you. girl. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? David Walker, he tells us, want to be went to my first Nuggets game in three years. I'm selfishly glad Jokic didn't rest. Of course, man. <laughs> yes, I have people hit me up today you. saying, hey, is Jokic playing? I'm, getting, I'm buying tickets. Yeah. It's like, man, I can't tell you that, but go because you'll have fun. But also, Jokic never rests. Uh, what else we got? Haley, our girl says, Boogie wearing number four means he's our stepdad. True. Yeah, so I can't believe True. we haven't talked rules. about this yet. Rules are rules. Oh, I hate that number on him. <laughs> yeah. It looks terrible. Yeah. He's like, number four does look really weird. He it. is, and, he, and like in true stepdad form, very abusive. Yeah. It's so true. <laughs> he, is, he is the perfect stepdad to Millsap's dad. <laughs> oh, that is so dark. Sure is. Right, what else we got? Oh, Big T, Big T throwing now. a 20 spot out here. Imagine easier money <laughs> than Nuggets at halftime tonight. See you boys next month. Big T, I love it, man. We love Big T. I'm Big, just Big getting... T bets like, if in my units, he bets like a thousand units yeah. per I'm per just bet. mentally preparing I don't for like, Big T on the show right now. Me too, me too. <laughs> I don't like that uh, I was started off the show at odds with Big T. Who wants to be at odds with Big Nobody. T? Nobody. You don't want to be at odds Not because with Big I'm T. scared. I just like... Why would you misalign yourself with vibes like that? Like, <laughs> so Big true. T, I'm sorry. That's so true. I can't wait for his Jokic takes here in a month. Jack Bailey says, Boogie might finish top of the league in text in literally 10 days. I can't I'm going to look up the technical I can't. I hope he gets right 10. 10-day, <laughs> 10, 10 text. It would be incredible. What else we got? Mitch Z says, there's a lot of J.R. Smith DNA in Austin Rivers. Of course, I mean, of course, man. There's a bold of player that is, that is that type of player. I will say, Austin Rivers, when I was looking it up tonight, his most games with most threes, he has a lot of games with like four, five, six, seven threes. Like, he's a get hot guy, man. I, but that's the thing is, I think he averages out to like a thirty-three percent three-point shooter. But I think he never shoots thirty-three percent. He either shoots eighty yeah, percent. Like, yep. He's either seven of ten or zero of four. Demarcus Cousins is tied for thirty-sixth in the lead in the <laughs> league in technical fouls with four. Where is he? Can you sort by minutes? He's definitely played the fewest minutes, okay. probably. Okay, <laughs> oh, dude. I don't need to sort. TP, his TPM is quite high. <laughs> what else we got? Josh from Down Under says, two top humans, one court tonight. Jokic and Patty Mills, our guy from Down Under. I saw Josh say in the pregame chat it was like Australia Day or something. Where? Like, in Australia? I, in Australia? <laughs> Australia celebrates Australia Day? What? I don't know if yeah, it's I mean, like their like, July 4th I'm or sure something. I'm sure it's their or? July 4th. Australia yeah. Day. Yeah. Um, Patty Mills is the most confident shooter I've ever seen in my life. And when he plays the Nuggets, that is, yeah. seems entirely justified. He's really good, man. He'd be a fun Nugget. Yeah, Australia Day. Nugget. Wednesday, January 26th. Australia Day, the official national day 
of Australia. Yeah, it's like the July Fourth. Is that is that was there like a detail? I thought you were going to talk about like the famous battle. I thought I was too, and then the sentence just ended. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> they just, I don't. <laughs> I don't believe Australia was founded on a battle. You don't think it was founded? <laughs> no, it's it's a lot. Ha- like, it's I got it right here. We're going to get dark right here. Prisoners. Uh, um, yeah, a little worse. It marks the 1788 landing of the first fleet yeah. at it's Sydney the, Cove the and raising the of the Union flag. It's like it's 1492. The, it's the same way that this country was discovered. Discovered. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Alrighty. Their Christopher Columbus moment. Lance Wilson says, "I can't get enough of Jokic. Shoot him into my veins." By the way, who is Nick Wright? Doesn't matter. Great question. Great, great, great quote. He's just some a-hole that got rich because the internet sucks. Um, Uh, Can I say there's, like, no less TV-ready face than Nick Wright? Like, how Nick Wright got to be a state? No, I don't care. Uh, Let let me ISO here. This is just me saying this. How is that guy on television? I just... I think we could always do better than just be like, that guy's ugly. Really? We think we could do better than that? I do. I do think we could be better. I'm going to rewind some of your takes from that. Yeah, for (laughs) well. Uh, what do we got? We got Superstar Dev here, ready to share some wisdom. Uh, one last super chat. He says stepdad vibes. Says Jeremy, stepdad vibes. I like that he, he gave two twenty-two too. Love that. Uh, all right, bring in now Superstar Dev live from his house. What's up, Dev? My boys, my boys. Hold on, we can't hear you. Who's muted? Dev on his side. Dev. It's not on my side. You know what's going on here, Kel? No. Uh, Devin, Devin, is that on your side? What's going on, bro? I can't. There oh. you are. Now we can hear you. You can hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Kale just had to turn the mic on. Um, I, knew it. I knew it. Actually, I can't hear him again. Can you guys? Like, uh, vaguely. We're going to have to do the thing where we can't hear you, and we're just going to ask, what did Michael Malone have to say? Good, good. I didn't want to hear you guys. Um, <laughs> what, what I'll say is uh, someone asked him, uh, Mike Singer asked him if it was fun. He said, I wouldn't say that it's fun. I haven't felt fun in a very long time. Uh, but he did say uh, that those type of wins are rewarding. Um, he said that the, the Nuggets haven't played a perfect basketball, um, but they're winning games, and that's what matters is just winning a lot of those games. Um, he said, actually, that a lot of the NBA is winning the games that you're supposed to win. And that's something that we've talked about, you know, on the DNVR show is that's the difference between the Utah Jazz and just pretty much everyone else. They they know how to beat the teams that they're supposed to beat. And the Nuggets kind of struggle with those type of um, wins. So that's just got to be the identity. Um, they play up for the big games, but just having to like close out those type of teams. So it was interesting to see Malone talk about that. Um, he said that when he found out that James Harden was out, um, he talked up to, to the team and he asked them what their biggest concern was. And he said that Will told him um, that the, the team was just going to let up. Um, and they did. You've seen that in the first half um, when I almost lost my house, when um, they just they just couldn't get their foot going. They couldn't get into a rhythm or anything like that. Um, and Malone said that he didn't scream at them uh, in the first half. At the halftime um, break, there was not any screaming. Um, he said that he challenged the team at the half. Um, he didn't go crazy, uh, and to you know, to their credit, they stepped up and they played a lot better. Um, and a big reason for that, as we know, was Austin Rivers, who had an awesome game. Um, Austin Rivers just—he's he's been playing really well. Um, he said Austin Rivers was shooting into a big, big basket, and we'll take it. Um, then they kind of you know spoke about the DMPs and not playing. 
and they asked him if he set him up, like if he set up Austin Rivers or if the, if him like not playing kind of motivated him. And he said, I wasn't setting him up for 25 points off the bench um, or anything like that. Um, but I mean, his teammates did it. He's a pro. He's a 10-year vet um, that's been in game. So he knows how to bounce back like that. Um, that's just kind of, you know, where he, he bounced around. Um, he said that the second unit has struggled and that is not on one person. And that kind of plays to the why Austin Rivers hasn't played too well. Um, and Malone also like admitted that he's often in search mode. So when you see a lot of those um, kinks and just like adjustments in that second unit, he's in search mode. So he's trying to figure it out as well. Um, and that was, you know, uh, a look behind the closet or behind the curtain um, for Malone. Um, he said that he, uh, he rode uh, Austin Rivers over Jeff Green in that second half. Um, and to Jeff Green's credit, he stayed brooding and he stayed professional. So this is not a team that's given up on them or is upset if another guy's having a big game. Um, he went on to say that Austin Rivers was the MVP of the game and he deserves credit for staying ready. Awesome, man. That's, that's, that's good stuff. He wasn't asked about, you know, any of the guys that didn't play, I'm guessing. No, no, no one asked those tough questions. <laughs> All right, who else talked? Um, we, we got to, well, he actually, he, he talked about, um, he just talked about DeMarcus Cousins, just to add that in there. Um, he said that uh, it was great to see him make some uh, baskets. Um, in the first few games, he felt like he struggled um, scoring the ball, but he said that wasn't surprising just because he had been out for too long. Um, and he actually said that he challenged DeMarcus Cousins after he picked up his first tech. Malone said he went and whispered into um, DeMarcus's ear and told him, hey, you can't get a, another technical. And, you know, as we've seen, he picked up another technical. Um, so he said since he loves him, he has to hold him accountable. Um, he said that the Nuggets really need him and he can't do those type of things, which was really, really interesting to, to hear about a guy that's on a 10 day contract for them to say that they need him. Um, yeah. Like that, like that just, I mean, it kind of just sets the tone of what the rest of the season is going to look like. <laughs> it's it, it's uh, a message to the front office, if anything, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but, but Malone was actually like, he ended it on, on a very positive note. Um, he, he said that, uh, first off, he said, he's just like, not on social media. He says that it's just, uh, it's never happy. He, the team, I mean, everyone expects for the team to go 56 and 0. Um, and it's just a negative place, but he said that Tim Connolly has been a, a really good, uh, positive person in, in his life. Um, that's just good on telling them to just enjoy the wins. There are going to be some ugly wins, and you just kind of have to enjoy that you are winning the game. Uh, he said that uh, they're, they're in the dog days, as he always says. They're in the dog days, and, and, and he's really proud of the team and how they've been playing. That's cool, yeah. man. We don't really hear that too often, to be honest. Malone talking about Tim Connolly. Right. And thank God Tim is that guy because Malone looked like miserable tonight. Yeah. He looked Malone awful. Malone said he needs to calm the hell down. <laughs> Who said this? Malone said he needs to calm himself. He needs to calm the hell down. That's strong. I'm telling you, Malone just needed to get five games above 500. <laughs> They're 26 and 21. Yeah. I just think he doesn't I mean, breathe until they get there. There's some pressure. There's yeah, some pressure, pressure. On, on the coach um, when you have the best player in the league and you, know, you, you're, you have a contending team. And they're just not playing the way that they're supposed to. So, that I, I mean, I, I would feel the, the, the pressure as well. And I wouldn't know how to calm the hell down. Yeah. Good stuff. Is there something about everything? Seems like when Malone goes back to New York, he gets like more. Maybe, man. Like, he's just like. <laughs> I love this take. Yeah, he like gets more agitated. He's like. 
There's like guys looking for him or something. Like, comes out like he just becomes yeah, he more like, East Coast. Like, 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 I'm, su- I'm super nervous to go to the East Coast sometime with Brendan and just find out he's a complete asshole. I am a mean person. <laughs> no, but below, man. Uh, the game against Detroit, the home game on Sunday, I've never seen him more pissed off at the officials throughout a whole game than that one. Like, it was constant. It just slips back into an old, comfortable sh- pair of shoes, just being an angry East Coaster. <laughs> yeah. The weather, the people, <laughs> the smog. Yeah, I wonder if Malone, the wonder if Malone considers him the Colorado. Rivers. Um, of course, he got a podium game after having that type of performance. Um, and Austin Rivers actually, uh, he also went behind the curtains. He said the last few games he feels like he's been shooting the ball really well. Um, and, you know, for the first time in a while, he feels healthy. Uh, he said that uh, he, he, he had a talk with Coach um, about a week and a half ago, and it was right after the, the, the game that he did not play in. Um, and he said that he just had a conversation, and he knew that he was going to be able to play after that conversation. So I'm guessing they just had a down-to-earth talk where it's like, hey, give me an opportunity. Um, but from there, we see that he's been starting. And, you know, games like tonight, they really, really needed him. Like, just, to, just think about what they would have done if he did not play or start in this game. Who just knows what, what would have happened? So, I mean, that's just something that happened. He did go on to say that it's easy to play on this team because you guys just make the right play. He said at the end of the day, he's really a scorer. Um, he could really score the ball, and that's kind of what got him going. But he feels like um, he, he said he could do that consistently, but he knows his role in Denver. Um, he said there were times that he drove or he could have shot it, but guys play the right way there. Uh, and if you play the right way, it's going to come back to you. Um, it's really fun to play um, with the Nuggets. Um, yeah. Nice. That's cool. So I, I mean, that was big. I like it. He, he spoke about playing with Brooklyn. You know, he had that short stint in Brooklyn. Um, he said that it, he was happy. Um, I mean, he said he wished that it would have went a little bit different than it did, but he's happy that it happened because now he's with Denver, where he's really happy. Um, he said that uh, they asked him if he was upset about, you know, having those ugly type wins. He said, we take wins. We're just not, we're not going to judge wins o- over here. We're going to take them. Mm. Um, there are things that they could clean up, but at the end of the day, um, it, it's going to be about winning games. Um, he said it's, it's all um, it's all defense for the Nuggets. He does not care, or the Nuggets do not care about offense, because at the end of the day, they have the best offensive player in the NBA, and they think they have the best player in the NBA. Love it. Facts. Hell Who yeah. won the defensive player of the game chain, Dev? That's all I really wanted. Yeah, know. we need to know. I have no idea. I think, <laughs> I, I think I saw it was Jokic on Twitter, but fact check me on oh, that. Oh, it was Jokic? Chat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there was a point in the, the broadcast that it just kicked everyone out. Everyone. Poor lady. Here it is. Yep, Yoke got um, it. So, yeah. Um, I mean, then he, he just kind of went on to talk about, you know, his, uh, like his time with, uh, with uh, I mean, Kobe. But like the biggest thing that he ended with is he said that those type of wins on the road is momentum builders because getting a win like that, um, especially in New York, that's a trap game for a lot of uh, a lot of players. Interesting. A lot of, he said it's a trap game because uh, there's a lot of distractions in New York and a lot of guys go out for different reasons. Um, so getting the type of win on the road, it builds a team's confidence. Um, he added in the fact that they were um, without the three best players 
Um, and he was happy to see that the Nuggets took it as a business trip. Yeah. And that also helps they were only there probably for like 20 hours total. Yeah. But, right. Yeah. This is the quickest trip to New York you could possibly, you could possibly make. That's get. a good thing. Uh, yeah. I would do so many things in 20 hours in New York. Can <laughs> 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 Eric for a night in New York? Shut the, the city down, is. man. Shut it down. Um, Will Barton was the last person that actually got to talk um, on, on the game. And uh, he started out just spoken about, speaking about Rivers. He said uh, that Rivers was just in the zone and feeling it. He was playing hard. He was making the right plays. And it's just a good sight to see. Um, they asked him if uh, if not having Harden um, altered anything for, for the Nuggets. He said, not for me. I didn't play last game. So I really didn't think about who was playing for them. Just wanted to get in the, on the right track. Our first time that we put together a good stretch of wins together, so that was the focus. Uh, nice. Said with uh, with the type of season that they have with COVID and injury, uh, you just have to find a way to win games. So that that's what's important. Um, then nice. he went on. The they asked. They said something about uh, Michael Malone, uh, just kind of being shocked about where the team is right now, especially record wise, and if that shocks him. Um, and he said, no, uh, not for me. Uh, we have the MVP. We have M uh, we have me. We have Aaron Gordon, and we have really good role players. The winning's still expected. Confident, confidence. I like it. Yeah. Not like Eric. What are you talking yeah, about? No Eric. confidence in this team. That's not true. Yeah. Or in said, yourself. Well, that's true. The last thing that he closed out with was just, talk, uh, just about Forbes and, and Cousins. Um, in that second unit, he said Cousins is just another guy that can stretch the floor. I mean, you can leave him open. He plays the right way. I mean, he comes from the Spurs. And then for Cousins, he said that it's a guy that they could just – it's a big body that they could throw the ball into and he's going to get them a basket. He also could stretch the floor. So really positive uh, night all around. Yeah. They don't care about ugly wins. They shouldn't. I mean, this is the season Not of ugly all. wins. Not at all. Ugly wins a lot better than ugly losses. It's yeah. really that's really the two options you have this season. More ninety yeah. percent of the time, it's so. gonna be ugly. What side of the ledger do you want to be on? <laughs> Much rather be on the ugly wins. Uh, Dev, very excited to have you out of protocols. Oh, uh, baby. We you know, you. We'll give you some some workouts over the next twenty four hours. See if you're ready to go, and then uh, hopefully have you back on Friday. Dev, feel free to bring that. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles retro arcade box in because that's all anyone cares about when you come on screen. <laughs> so if we could put it in here with us, uh, you know, might get a couple more uh, upvotes. I got you. I bring them. Keep up the great work, buddy. Looking forward to reading your grades tomorrow morning. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. Um, should we go around the association quickly? 88? Uh, it's depressing because the Mavericks are playing the Blazers. You know how sad I was? I was like, ooh, this could be a big night for Denver. Nope, yeah. they're playing the Blazers. We'll go really quickly. We're going to speed round around the association. The Let's Grizzlies get the win over the Spurs. They are incredible. The Grizzlies they are never lose. John Morant only had 41, 5, and 8 tonight. Jesus he is really Christ. dope. He is so dope. He's really dope, man. Uh, the Chicago Bulls beat the Raptors 111 to 105. Nothing really to talk about there. Um, we go to the Miami Heat who beat the Knicks. The Heat are like, are the Heat contenders? Are they no like, clue. Huh? No clue. They're I don't just, think so. They're really good. They are Denver's statement win. <laughs> yeah, you're right. If you're you looking for Phoenix and, and Are Miami. they like the number two seed in the East or something? I mean, they're the, the, I think the, it's the Bulls and them. The Heat have – no, the Bulls, I think, are – the Bulls have one fewer win than them, so I think mm. they're ahead of them. It's just crazy. Miami is, like, so perfectly slid under the radar. They're just good enough that nobody's really yeah. talked about them, and they started slow. 
Uh, the Hawks win 121-104. You guys want to talk about this weird season. The Atlanta Hawks are back. They're good again. I'm serious. Have you seen them? They're good no, again. No, I, I checked out on the Atlanta <laughs> Really? Hawks. Yeah, I was done with that. Are uh, they good again? I don't yeah. watch the Eastern Conference. <laughs> Man, I swear to God. Uh, <laughs> Such an elitist. The Clippers beat the uh, Magic. I know. Uh, should we do a little <laughs> checking? Clippers, they get... They got some tough games coming up, but the Clippers continue to go. How do our guys on the Magic do? That's what I'm saying. Let's do a little digging here. We got none of them played. No, cool. Gary, Gary played 31 <laughs> minutes. He had 14 points. Okay. Four uh, of nine shooting. Pretty, uh, pretty not really worth commenting on. Uh, nope. okay. um, the, Is RJ Hampton just you out guys the rotation? The game of the night. You guys ready for the game of the night? Yes. The Charlotte Hornets beat the Indiana Pacers 158. What? So 126. Wow. That is, is a, that a double in, in that regulation. Is, wow. That's that's regulation. There was no overtime. Four quarters. 58. Let's go to this box score because it's going to be too ridiculous. Talk to uh, me about uh, Kelly Oubre. Let's see who all scored. Let's see. Uh, Kelly Oubre had 39. Off the bench. Uh, <laughs> Lamelo Ball had 29. Terry Rozier had 20. Uh, Miles Bridges had 22. 158. It's a lot. Do you of think points, a team man. could score 200 points in a game? Because I kind of think it's going to happen. No, <laughs> no, because you need another team to score like that would close take fifty points every quarter. Yeah, that's not gonna happen, man. There's no, that's not gonna happen. I bet it happens. Are you kidding? Uh, the <laughs> it would Ma- take over in overtime, maybe. Mavericks yeah, are smacking the heck definitely. out of the Trailblazers. That game's not over, but it's kind of over. Ninety-eight to eighty-one. Uh, the Cavaliers beat the Bucks. Man, Bucks lose this Cavs team for real. Dude, the Cavs are. Dude, the Cavs are now third place. I'm telling you, they lose guys and they keep winning, man. Mobley might it's be uh, Jokic-esque in this, like, we're like, man, he's, like, actually awesome. Wow. He's really dope. And then I last. S- I slept on Mobley. Last but not least, the battle that where something good is going to happen. The Suns are beating up on the Jazz. One of those teams has to lose. Yeah. The Jazz are um, in turmoil. Internally and externally. Yeah, I would take another Jazz loss for sure. If the Jazz lose this one. Guys, this is insane. I know Don't you're not going to believe it. If, you, the, if they lose this one, the Nuggets are it. two losses behind them. Wow. Two losses. I'm telling you. That's I don't think it'll happen. But maybe the Nuggets keep the streak going. There is. Look at Dev is still there. He's on the phone. What are you doing, Dev? I can <laughs> you're allowed to leave. <laughs> you're allowed to leave. You're about to go to bed. <laughs> Incredible commitment. He leaves in studio in the middle of the show. <laughs> and, but he sticks around backstage. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. I just see him hanging out. Uh, Incredible. Uh, anyway, there's a really outside chance that the Nuggets, when they play the Jazz, that will be for the lead in the uh, division. That would so. be wild. That would be so wild. I don't, I don't think, think the Nuggets will go undefeated. They have to win three more road games in a row. They're doing it. And They're going to do it for switch. Eric. Nuggets 2.0, baby. They've yeah, yeah, turned yeah, yeah. a new leaf, Do fellas. it for my vibes, my specific vibes. Let's do it for Eric, man. Man, what a gift it would be if they gave you that. What a gift to all of us no, if no. they gave you that. No, no. That's specifically for me. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks for watching us here. Uh, we got tomorrow off. Thank God. We're taking a day off. Woo. But we uh, will be back on Friday. Actually, in Harrison, out of town. Boom. Oh, lucky for you We're guys. Out, uh, we are out. So you guys are going to have Superstar Dev back. You're going to have D-Line back. You're going to uh, have... Dude, we're going, we're going online, just, uh, just know that that whole show is going to be done with me and Brendan hugging the whole time. Oh, wow. I'm into it. Really looking forward to that. <laughs> you guys will have that. Don't forget, put it on your schedule. Saturday night, 7 o'clock, Goaties. We'll see you then. Let's go. Guys, if you're looking for a really good alternate to traditional coffee, check out StravaCraftCoffee.com. There you can purchase some StravaCraft coffee, the CBD-infused coffee that's really changing lives. CBD can lead to less neck pain, back pain. It can help you with arthritis, IBS, 
aches and pains, migraines. CBD has been proven to help with a lot of that stuff. And Strava Craft Coffee just tastes really good as well. So go to StravaCraftCoffee.com. If you're a first-time customer, use the code DNVR25. You're going to save 25% off your purchase of Strava Craft Coffee. You can also get a Strava Craft Coffee subscription. Get your coffee delivered to you. You can get that at StravaCraftCoffee.com. If you're a returning Strava Craft Coffee customer, make sure to use the code DNVR20 for 20% off your purchase from StravaCraftCoffee.com every single time. 